0: And look at this, we're both wearing collared shirts. See, that's proper. Uh That that is proper. Very proper. I really wanted to wear a T-shirt today, but I'm like, yeah, we're going to a steakhouse. Probably bad form. Uh, Look at that. It's Isaiah Sharkey right next to me. (laughs) We are in the parking lot of Stefani Prime in Lincolnwood, right on Cicero and Pratt. Carcon Carne, presented by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston. Uh, We're in Lincolnwood right now. If we wanted to, Isaiah, when we're done recording, we could go right over to the Audubon Mazda in Evanston of Evanston uh, 1015 Chicago Avenue you could test drive something like this the Mazda 6 we're in a brand new Mazda 6 big enough to house a back seat full of food from Stefani Prime big enough to, to host the guitar magnificence of Isaiah <laughs> next to me uh, this car is super comfortable the safety features are top-notch and I, I was blasting Isaiah's new album uh, through this amazing sound system on my way here from downtown and speaking of which it's really hard to drive the speed limit in this car this is one of those cars you just tap the accelerator, you're going super fast, but you don't feel it, because this is a luxurious car, Autobahn Mazda of Evanston, 1015 Chicago Avenue, Isaiah, you are here, we have food lovingly provided by Stefani Prime, are you ready to eat? I am ready to eat, Shout out. I'm down. so ready to eat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: car con carne, let's eat in the car, it's car con carne. All right, so we're going to slowly bust out the food. For those who may not know who you are, Isaiah. First mm-hmm. of all, you're a local dude. You are right, you're yeah. a Chicagoan. Yep. Um, just last week, people may have seen you on stage playing guitar. You mm-hmm. are John Mayer's guitarist. You're in the band. That's right. Uh, yeah. You smoke on guitar. And I was saying this before we started recording. Like, Mayer is a sick guitar player. He mm-hmm. is. It's almost supernatural. Yeah. So if John Mayer has you playing guitar in his band, he probably thinks. That you're Supernatural. I mean, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's watching the two of you together. I mean, it's just, it's like wizards trading spells on stage. It's pretty oh, fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, we, we uh, myself, John, and the other Dan, uh David Ryan Harris, we, we kind of nerd out on gear. And, you know, like I said, uh, albums and artists that we love to listen to that were, you know, fantastic guitar players. So we all share that that you know that interest in love you know so
0: well and i, I know you have a voracious love of music and to, to learn that all you need to do is listen to the new album which you just put out
1: uh june 21st, june 21st. yes
0: uh so it is love is the key cancerian theme yeah uh and just my god <laughs> we'll, t- we'll talk about the album. But, I mean, I hear so much. I, I'm probably not the first person to draw a comparison to Curtis Mayfield, another mm-hmm. Chicagoan. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I hear talking heads. I hear trip-hop. I hear all kinds of stuff going yeah, on,
1: yeah. musically. Yeah, I grew up in a very, very uh, diverse, uh, diverse uh, uh, type of listening uh Home, you know, with with music, you know. So my dad, my grandfather owned a a record store. And uh, And then where was that? That was in like the north side of Chicago. Uh, And uh, what was it called? It was called Sharky's, actually, back in the early 80s. And uh, for whatever reason, my my grandfather didn't keep the the record store, and my dad uh, was able to get all those records. Oh, man. And so he had. So for a
0: young kid like you,
1: Like being able to dive into all those crates. Oh, man. My dad would play records all the time, and we'd sit up and listen to stuff from Pink Floyd to Led Zeppelin to, you know, uh, Jimmy Smith to Jimi Hendrix to, I mean, Steely Dan Toto. Uh, You name it, we were listening to it. Best Steely Dan album. Ooh. Uh, Most people would say Asia. Most people would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I'm kind of torn between... Pretzel Logic and Katie Live. I was going Royal Scam. Royal Scam is a great album. Kid Charlemagne. I love that. I uh-huh. love that. I actually, uh, everything you did on that album was, I, I really love. I actually did a remake of that that I never released, actually.
0: Well, the good news is, Isaiah, you are in the right to have dinner. <laughs> right, we're just going to bring this back. Hey, this is going to actually puncture a lung or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> knock one of my teeth
1: out. <laughs> but it's all good.
0: Isaiah, why'd you have to come off the road? Well, I was doing a podcast in a car and we were eating in the...
1: <laughs> All right. So
0: again, I want to thank Stefani Prime. The food here, yes. the menu is exemplary. And what's nice about this place, I mentioned it's at Skokie Boulevard, or Cicero and Pratt. It's really well positioned because there aren't a lot of higher end restaurants in this area. Mm. Uh, the nearest steakhouse is maybe in Wilmette. Plenty of stuff in Chicago, but for this suburban area, it is really limited, so this is a great central location. It's right off the Edens, in between Peterson and Tui. And can you smell this? It smells absolutely incredible. So this is a, I want to say risotto, Yeah. But he, he pronounced it risotto. Risotto. Right. He, yes. he did that whole like, <laughs> like chef restaurant yes. thing. Risotto. Yes. yes. Uh, it's, did you see? It's a four cheese
1: risotto. Four cheese. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you dig into this, but I want to show it off. Oh wow! Stop look, it at look at that! Look at that! that's beautiful I don't know and it smells know. just as great as it looks
0: uh it's also piping hot i think i just burned off my fingerprints <laughs> grab this in you can i'm gonna get you a setup all right this is great oh, oh. Look, at, look at this cloth napkins how about that thank you know you. the podcast is uh really going places <laughs> when there are cloth napkins in the car i may steal a forkful of that that's all good Oh, good it smells so good. So he also brought us. He told us to go in reverse order. So however he packed it, there's a steak sandwich in here. Uh-huh. We're gonna bust this open and look at this. Well, look at that. I have risotto on
1: my hands. Yeah, I'll take a little forkful myself. Let's see here.
0: Okay, so this is the steak sandwich, and I don't. Oh.
1: <laughs> that's, that's that's this pretty is pretty nice. Day.
0: And nice. here's the thing: you can sweat out an entire meal from Stefani Prime on stage in one night. <laughs> Look, I'm, not show, yeah, right. I'm not worried about you. Two-hour show, yeah, it would be all not worried about Me, I'm a little concerned with. It. I'm going to have some of the steak sandwiches. You try the risotto. <laughs> I want to try this, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. See what this is like. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. This is incredible. It looks so good, dude. <laughs> yeah, this is incredible. You got to...
0: hmm Let's jump around a little bit. Okay. Since I started by talking about Mayor,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how did you hook up with him?
1: Uh, well, back in 2016... Uh, I had the privilege of working with uh, The Roots Questlove Uh, uh, Questlove called me and said hey you know We want you to be a part of the uh, house band For the Roots Picnic in New York And uh, the headliner That year was Mm -hmm. D'Angelo Which I've worked with uh, for years That's
0: another question I'm getting to
1: mm -hmm. But okay Uh, And so um, myself along With Pino Palladino sat in for the The uh, Roots Picnic uh, Band and uh, and John Mayer was actually on the bill as well and so uh, it was t- uh, I was told that John really liked D'Angelo he was a big fan and he always wanted to uh, uh, work with him and jam with him so uh, they made that happen that year mm-hmm. so uh, John came in and rehearsed with us and sat in and jammed and me and him got an instant connection with playing and uh, Cause that happens in music like you just know yeah. when you have like the kind of Lockstep kindred spirit. Oh yeah, it was it was just immediate, uh, you know, uh, vibe. And uh, two weeks later, I got a call from his management. Hey, you know, can you would you like to tour with John this upcoming year for the uh, Search for Everything tour? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know, so
0: done. Yeah. One thing I like about what Mayer does on stage, and maybe this is from him being with the dead, but the set list changes every night. It does. So, if you're going to two nights in a row at the United Center, you're not getting the same show. Not There'll at be all. some overlap, mm-hmm. but I, I think that is, I think it's fun for the artist, but it's fun for the fans too. The unpredictability, because we live in a time when you can pull up on setlist.fm every setlist from every show every mm-hmm. night, and you know what to expect.
1: Exactly, and you have like YouTube, yeah. which is great, but you know, um, a lot of times it, you know kind of spoils the mm-hmm. the actual experience, the live experience, you know, because you almost have to change it up you know to 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 make every night something special and different for, absolutely for people who actually paid tickets and came for the experience so I like
0: being surprised as a fan but I also can't resist if the information's out there right I'm gonna see Iron Maiden on Thursday I know exactly what they're gonna play mm-hmm. start to finish
1: yeah yeah
0: and so, I hate myself for knowing it I <laughs> could I couldn't hold back
1: yeah it's a you know, it's a win-lose uh-huh. type of thing. It's a give-and-take <laughs> type of thing with the technology and, you know, resources we have these days. But, yeah, set list changes, and it keeps it it really, like you said, it keeps it really exciting.
0: How does it feel to play the United Center?
1: Oh, man, it's amazing. Amazing, uh, great experience. I never, uh, you know, as a kid, I would go see the Bulls play. And uh, you know, you know, take my daughter to see Disney on Ice there. I never <laughs> thought, you know, a couple of years later, like, oh man, you know, I'm playing actually playing at the United Center on stage. So it's it's really cool, and okay. it's hometown, you know.
0: It's surreal, right? Mm-hmm. And do you have time when you're on tour to just kind of take in being home, or do you have to wait till you're off the road?
1: Um, kind of a little bit of both. You know, you know, uh, I try to stay connected to home as much as possible on the road, right? You know, calling my family, checking on my daughter, and. And all those things like that. And, you know, checking in. Just checking in. And, yeah. So you get a little bit of both. That's right. I don't mean to keep you from no, eating. it's all right. It's <laughs> all
0: right. It's all right. Another thing I like about the Mayor's sets, mm-hmm. covers. Mm-hmm. You're a fan of all kinds of music. Clearly yes. he is, too. Yes. And you get to kind of stretch out and do you know, a Prince cover one night, mm-hmm. a Petty cover the other night. That's right. That's kind of fun.
1: It yeah. is. You know, and they, um. What he will do, it, we'll get an, maybe get an email the night before. Check out this tune. You know, we'll go over it and sound check. See how it goes. Oh, we we'll go over a couple times. That's great. And um, we'll do it that night, you know. So it's really, really cool.
0: Uh, one more mayor question. I've only met him a couple times, and it's been a while. But can you confirm
1: that he's the tallest man in rock? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> you know, I, th- I really think he is. He's is. <laughs> not too far from uh, Shaquille O'Neal. No, I'm just kidding. but yeah he's no he's he's a pretty tall guy i think six five maybe that's six four six five that's pretty tall
0: this has been discussed before but as a chicagoan i mean people kind of label you as almost like a child prodigy you were you were out there you're putting yourself out there
1: musically from an early age Mm -hmm. how early were you when you started gigging i started gigging um probably when i was uh see about 12 or 13 started uh, uh doing gigs at I would call it we would call them outings at church but uh, I would do a lot of uh, choir concerts mm-hmm. uh, you know because I grew up playing with my dad and my brothers in church and and so guest choirs would come and sometimes they would have celebrity gospel artists come and you know perform at you know special events at the church and so I would play and they would hear me say oh I wanted that kid to come play with me so I would play with another choir and then Play with another choir, and then eventually play with a gospel artist, and then it just kind of stemmed from that, you know.
0: Are you a spiritual dude?
1: I am a very spiritual guy, yeah. Not so much religious, but spiritual. Fair <laughs> enough. Grew up in church for sure.
0: Uh, and you grew up in the Cabrini area?
1: I grew up, uh, I I, sta- I lived in Cabrini area since I was, bo- uh, was born in Cabrini Green, and then I moved to Maywood, Illinois at the age of 10.
0: What do you remember? I mean, Cabrini, obviously, storied history violence, crime. Yeah. Scary stuff. Yeah. And Uh, certainly not the kind of environment that most kids graduate out of.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. um, I I grew up seeing uh, a lot of little different things that was disturbing uh, uh, for a child and for anyone, you know, in fact, uh, that would live in that area. A lot of seeing a lot of gang activity and a lot of violence and stuff like that. But uh, my, my mother and father did a great job with me and my brothers and sisters uh keeping us out of trouble you know we all never was, were in gangs or never sold drugs or anything like that and they kept us going to church and kept us rooted and grounded and uh eventually got us from out of that area and moved us to a, a kind of milder area you know so I love hearing that so parenting oh yeah goes a long way oh man oh man yeah my parents do you take lessons us. from your parents into your parenting I do Yes, I do, I do, I do, and then um, I find myself, you know, uh, when you're a kid, you're kind of like, I don't understand my parents. I don't understand why they do this. And then you get older, a little, a little older, and have your own children. It's like ah, I'm acting like my parents.
0: <laughs> it happens. Like, oh it man, totally I'm my happens. dad now. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Uh huh. Yeah. Let's talk about love is the key, the new album. I, I, I hinted towards just this bouya base of sounds. This, the, the, uh, I hate to use the word influences, but you throw a lot of stuff out there
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but more importantly I think as, as I listen to this album there is some serious baby making music happening on this album <laughs> I, I, I feel like I got pregnant just listening to it on the way here I'm going to name that's it great. after you obviously that's great hey,
1: <laughs> Isaac or Isaiah <laughs> or just plain Zay
0: <laughs> like time mm. eternal flame yes these are like turn the lights down low yes
1: kind very champ. intentional uh-huh. very intentional um I got into this whole thing Of listening to uh, Marvin Gaye's I Want You album mm-hmm. And I'm um, <laughs> That's one of my favorite albums Of all time And uh, Got in that phase Listened to him And, uh, and that album And also um, What's the album up Well just All of the Isley Brothers stuff And so I was like Wow I was fascinated I'm like man I gotta I wanna You just got me in that mode And that spirit To create that That type of music So yeah, that was the goal, but there's not enough of that. I think. I think it's it's not enough love songs out there. You know? Well, and it's no accident the word love is in your two albums. Yeah. Well, I mean, the world needs love, right? So, I, I, no argument. And uh, so, I, I always feel like uh, there needs to be some type of stream, you know, uh, line of of uh, of that 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 topic of love, you know. So,
0: going back to that title track. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to that for the first time, and I'm like, "Oh my, oh my gosh, what's happening here?" Like it just, <laughs> it really grabbed me. That just that that soulful sound, that for, to me a very '70s yeah. sound. Yeah. And then we get a, we get a good taste of your guitar playing, especially towards the end of that song. Yeah. But man, that that that's a great way to come out of the gate.
1: Oh yeah, it, it's uh, it's a it's a it's part of my uh, upbringing. Again, you know, Curtis Mayfield. It was that song, and I "Love the Love Is the Key" was definitely inspired by. Uh, Curtis Mayfield, and uh, and actually just the whole North Side R&B soul s- sound of the '60s and '70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my father and his brothers and cousins had you know groups in that same area, and Curtis Mayfield was not only uh, uh, from Chicago, but he's from the area that I grew up in. Right. And so that area had a particular sound uh, that I've always you know been familiar with, and so. Uh, definitely influenced but something that I just can't help it comes out that way you know it just comes out that way
0: speaking of spirituality speaking of your guitar playing let's talk a little bit about amen because this is yes this is the opposite of the, those slow jam love songs this is just in your face yeah
1: it's just oh it's a it's an ode to uh to god it's an ode, ode to uh, uh being aware of yourself and being uh uh, uh you know conscious of spirituality and and uh, being one with our creator.
0: But what's interesting, I mean, there's rock and hip-hop, I mean, it's a very, it's almost an aggressive sounding song. Yeah. In
1: comparison to the other songs. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, to me, uh, it puts me in the spirit of uh, Maggot Brain by, by Funkadelic. I was gonna say, I, I mean, you could find some Clinton hints. Yes. Uh, uh, it also reminds me of, like, uh, Jay Dilla from Detroit. Uh, and yeah, just, you know, some, you know, again, the hip-hop and funk. And the uh, rock is a big part of my my, my, uh, my musical history, too. Uh, staying on the funk tip, let's talk about Psycho Majestic
0: Coma Like Love.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: I mean, that, that's a total funkadelic song title. To-
1: totally, totally, totally funkadelic inspired and Marvin Gaye inspired. It's a, a song uh, uh, on um, the album, uh, what is that? Uh, uh, it's called Life's a Game of Give and Take by, by Marvin Gaye. It's an outtake. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, and, uh, it's a great song. You got to check it out. It's in our Lifetime album. That's, that's the Did not know from. that. Uh, another thing I like on
0: the album, I mean, again, there's so much going on. I love horns on a song. Yeah. And you
1: use horns to your own advantage. Yes. on uh, a
0: couple songs, especially. Uh-huh. There's nothing like a good horn section.
1: Oh, my goodness, no, man. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I had some great, uh, was very fortunate to have some really great players, uh, Mark Will Jordan and, uh. Uh, who's here from in Chicago who, who's a great artist in his own right and uh, Donald Hayes also from uh, Los Angeles California who is also a, a smooth jazz artist and uh, Leon Q and just to name a few guys this
0: if you're if you're watching on Facebook live if you're listening <coughs> to the podcast I, I can't recommend this album strongly enough I mean honestly it's getting kind of dark out it's gonna feel pretty cool to listen to that when, when it's <laughs> dark outside but this is I mean I listen to it at work it's great just kind of, they have it on the background, it kind of keeps you moving through the day. It's just a little bit of something that'll strike you in every right way. Hey, re- you did a really nice job on this album.
1: I really appreciate it. You spent enough time on it. I bet you did. I bet you did.
0: Let's bust up in some more food. Oh, yeah, cool. Let's one more little bite of the sandwich. Again, now. we are at Stefani Prime on Cicero and Pratt. Now, what did he say? This, is this another? St- we both got steak sandwiches. Wow. Well. Huh? <laughs> Okay, I have to work it out. <laughs> okay, okay. We both got steak. This is this is glorious. Yeah, so it's, it's look amazing. at this in catering backstage at the John Mayer show, hey, huh? Man, listen. All right, now we've got like an antipasto, wow, like almost like that. a charcuterie thing going on here. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to hold this up. So there's sopressata in here, mortadella, mm. I forgot everything you said, of course, parmesan.
1: Right, Look this at that. That's beautiful. You're gonna help me with this, right? I will definitely help you. <laughs> oh man.
0: And we're friends now. We can use our hands, right? Uh-huh. I mean we're good.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh-huh.
0: Let's just grab grab some cured meat and oh yeah. Have at it. Yes, sir. I'm gonna grab a little cheese with this. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh Stefani Prime. Again, there's really nothing like this in the area. This is a this gift is great. to the North Suburbs, the near North Suburbs.
1: See mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. hmm Oh, my God. Wow. hmm That's great. I'm getting to
0: a question. So, you won a Grammy mm-hmm. for your work on um, D'Angelo's album. Was that 2014? Uh,
1: 2015. 2015. Yes, the Black Messiah album. Yes. How did that feel?
0: Did you, did you think that the album was going
1: to win? Um... I was hoping that it would, not so that I could win a Grammy, but uh, but because I felt like, uh, you know, D'Angelo was very deserving of it, you know. Um, he's one of the legends and icons in, of the soul music of, of, of our generation now, and, uh, and I'm just so, I'm such a fan of his music, so, you know, I felt like he was the proper person to win, and so... i i thank him for actually allowing you know myself as well as the rest of the vanguard to be a part of you know that that musical genius body of work that he's that he's created you know so
0: the challenge i have isaiah when i talk to you
1: Mm -hmm. it's too easy to talk
0: about the people you're working with like d'angelo and mayor and that's why i want to stress this latest solo album is so good i mean you're, you're such a spectacular solo artist but it's hard not to acknowledge the fact oh you won a Grammy for your work with D'Angelo oh yes, you're yes. currently on tour with John Mayer uh-huh. it's hard not to acknowledge that stuff
1: mm. yeah well yeah, I mean it's, it's a, definitely a beautiful accomplishment uh, and uh, I'm, gr- I'm very grateful I'm very grateful for it you know and uh, I've learned a lot from those situations that helped me um, you know make decisions with recording decisions you know uh, uh, techniques and mm-hmm. You know, just learning, you know, what it is that I need to do to make, you know, things quality and all those different things like that. So definitely learn a lot. All right. So looking
0: ahead, the mayor tour is uh, paused for right now, it resumes in September. So you're going back on the road. Mm-hmm. Does that give you time to promote the new album? Or are you, you going to do some Isaiah shows? Um, actually,
1: um, we go back out on the 29th of August. Oh, and, man. Uh, I thought
0: for some reason you had more time than that. Oh,
1: not much I can't believe August is almost over it's almost over yeah um, so between that between now and this time that time I have a show uh, with my band Uh, we're going to be doing St. Louis on the 22nd of this month uh, at uh, BB's Jazz Blues and Soups. nice and uh, then we're going to be doing Cervantes uh, in Denver, Colorado on the 23rd and so uh, we're going to do those two shows I'll do some more mayor dates come back home do a couple more shows go do some more mayor and then come back home and really dive into promoting the album here here and everywhere else because i in a
0: chicago date as you're talking about all these plans well
1: the sept actually september we are planning on uh having a uh, date you know at joe's on weed street oh so. perfect so uh yeah uh, we're still working it out but it, i'm sure it'll happen i will be there
0: I look forward to please, seeing
1: you. Please do. Please be there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, no, I'm not worried about a crowd no. showing up. But <laughs> no. all right, I say thank you for doing this. No problem, man. Hey, I, I don't want to see your career, your career trajectory is falling down, but you won a Grammy, you were on stage at the United Center for two nights with the mayor and now you're sitting in a stranger's car <laughs> in a parking lot. <laughs> that's, that's that's feeding me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. true. No, I'm just kidding. That's true. Uh, but thank you. You're an amazing, talented dude. Thank I, I really appreciate hanging with you. Uh, car Con Carney presented by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston, 1015 Chicago Avenue. I want to thank our new friends at Stefani Prime We'll come back here, right? Absolutely. Did you see they've got like a, like a fire pit outdoor dining thing with like torches and stuff?
1: I got to check it out. Oh, my gosh. I saw it. I got to go experience it now. <laughs> if I'm, I'm going to
0: have a steak and a man cocktail, that's where I want to be sitting. That's it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway, thank you for watching on Facebook Live or YouTube or wherever you're watching. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being Isaiah.